hard to put your finger on it, but there's something just not right about the way he's moving and the way he's like existing in space. If you think of him as an as a as a very like physically imposing warrior of the type that you're not unfamiliar with, right? Um, something there's something that's like in the back of your head, being like there's something wrong here. There's something wrong about this person. They're not registering. Like if you just saw this person, if you saw just a dude out like a mercenary who was about this size doing these things, something about the way this person is moving is wrong. And you're, you're having a hard time like putting your finger on it though. Okay. So. <clears throat> yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. So I think Elamir is slowly edging their way towards a more advantageous position. Okay. Okay. It, whether or not there is one, it's angling for something. Um, I mean, you could probably move into some sort of flank with the rest of the party, or yeah. What if what if we um what if we all were working to accomplish several things at once? Like you know, some people yeah do a distraction while other people actually try to apply their business to. <laughs> <laughs> To this person. Business time. Yeah, I like that plan. I like that plan. Uh... Like, what if Gaston created a distraction? What if Gaston <laughs> wandered over to where the nightmare was stabled and let it out and was, like, gonna hop on it to ride? Who let the nightmare out? What sound is a nay, nay, nay? Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I fully approve of this plan as the person who who gets to adjudicate the consequences. For <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a distraction. I. We need to reiterate that the nightmare is on team bad guy. <laughs> it's still a distraction. It's true. True. Um, so, yeah. like, going over to the Nightmare and, like, fooling around with it, at least, you know, like, communicating, trying to, like, you know, doing communication non-verbally, you know, eye, eye contact, you know, head motions, etc. with everybody else. Like, I'm going to go over here and, you know, fool around, and then while the night's being like, what are you doing? Then you can do your thing, maybe. Okay. Have I not connected you to... Aim. Yeah, we have we have brain ICQ. <laughs> I guess it's up to Gaston if Gaston's been like like involved in that. I'm just thinking about what I have available. Like I I can when I push myself, I can create the perfect opportunity for someone to act. Okay, no, that sounds okay. great. Do that as, and... as part of my ability. So like I can I can go over and boost myself to give me an extra die on this and then I'll, that'll still work as a setup for somebody okay um just let's say so but i'm hop i don't know if i just want to hop right on the nightmare i'm not gonna lie that's desperate that's a desperate move <laughs> that sounds like xp to me it does doesn't <laughs> it 
Yeah. What? Yeah. What if I hop on? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Let's just commit. We gotta. We gotta <laughs> stay true to the character. Gaston's very much just ride or die. Uh, commits to the bit. I mean, about the ride, ride or die. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Point, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, so just jump like you know, jump onto the side of the of the you know stable bit, onto the horse, you know, and be like getting the getting the rope undone and getting ready to ride it um out of here as a distraction okay uh, okay sure um all right that sounds so actually riding a horse i think is finesse okay convincing this horse not to kill you is probably sway <laughs> mm. i'm talking to the wrong half of this <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice horsey. I mean, the I, I think what Gaston is like. I think what Gaston does is like when he hops over the over the fence and like gets on the horse. You know, he like leads over to us and is like, "You won't believe what's about to happen." <laughs> like whispering into the horse's ear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a uh, a desperate sway roll to me. Okay. Uh, with your uh, standard effect being the horse doesn't immediately kill you, or attempts attempts to kill you at least. So I'm gonna I I I I, I so I I'm spending too stress to push myself. Okay. To create okay. the perfect opportunity for someone to act, which is like I I'm assuming will give. If I succeed on this, you know, it'll give... Uh... I think it means succeed or fail. Yeah, no, no. I, the perfect opportunity. I, I know exactly what the failure opportunity is. Don't worry. Okay? Well, I mean, for the perfect opportunity of someone to act, is like me being such a distraction regardless is like... Yes. This is yes. going to improve whoever's going to act next somehow. Okay. Um, all right, okay. so desperate. I already added the experience for my check. There you go. And then standard effect... I add a die for pushing myself. Okay. <laughs> that is definitely a collection of dice. Two, two, six is yes. Every dice was necessary. Clearly. Um, okay. That's a success on a desperate. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, you, you whisper into this, this nightmare's ear and as luck would have it um as it often does with gaston it's not immediately hostile to you for some reason and you are able to you're climbing on top of the horse am i i i think i can i can i say why i think i know why i'm not it's not immediately sure i start i just i start whistling a tune okay i just start whistling a tune just randomly and it is it is a standard that was played, you know, when this horse was. Oh, like Battle Hymn of the Republic. Mm, yeah, or whatever. you know, what, what, I mean, I don't know what the song is, but it was it was a, however long ago that this horse was a mortal. Wasn't it a fey horse though? It's not like horse, an undead horse. You know. Are you secretly singing a song of the fey? Whenever, whenever it was rode in the battle before, you know, this, like whatever side it was on, you know, this was the tune that it heard. Might just be that the horse finds the music inspiring. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, no, yeah, that absolutely happens. We're gonna Disney princess this, and you are like, 
like it's calming the beast with music and it is intrigued and it, it, it you are attempting to get on the horse yes that was, that was yes. how we got so desperate okay yes yeah. you managed to get on the horse um and it's as you mount it, you can feel it bristle under you, which is a nightmare. It's very warm. It's warm <laughs> when it does that. Okay. Um, but after some snorting and some like some some initial reservations, it seems cool with you being on the back of it. Um, and then after there's a there's a beat where like you are sitting triumphantly on the horse. And then, because then here's your uh, your ability activating. Um, then the horse lets out the loudest, like impossibly reverberant neigh, like whinny that anyone's ever heard. Just, and it like <laughs> is terrif like rumbles through this whole area, and then it it bucks under you. Not like it's trying to buck you off, but it just bucks under you. And it's the like giant. It's, sorry. It, it's, it's like doing the like triumphant slow motion. Yes. Rear up. Yes. Um, and the as part of this sort of as part of this motion, the giant rear hooves kick out and smash the wall of like through the wooden wall of this uh, stable area. And shower the area behind with fragments of flying wood of very old origin. Maybe not truly ancient, but very old. Old, fragile, brittle wood. Um, and that mist of wood flies at Doc and the... In the general direction of Doc... Pop it, but he's kind of behind, and the your assailant here, your your adversary, this the per the person you just committed home invasion on, right? <laughs> Wouldn't be D and D otherwise. <laughs> the effects are somewhat catastrophic. Um, number one, Doc. Uh, there's a bunch of there's wood shards flying at you. Um, yeah, but I, I'm next to a giant beefy not ghost guy, so I'm sure that'll be like. Partial, full, not full cover, right? Uh, I, I'm, I'm willing to give you some cover, yeah. I think you're probably going to catch some splinters and stuff. I'm going to call it at least level one harm. Okay. Um, which you are, again, free to resist if you want to try to roll another crit. <laughs> if you want some stress back, feel free to roll resist, I guess. Um, but he, this dude, takes it way harder than you took it. Like, significantly harder. Like, to the point where... He is rocked backwards, and there is a sound of the same throat that, that made the laughs earlier just contorts in pain. Like, uh, the sound of pain from someone who probably hasn't been actually hurt in lifetimes, in human lifetimes, and rarely uses their mouth to make noise anymore. And he, like, stumbles... He's still holding Doc, but he, like, stumbles forward and drops to one knee and has, uh... It, while he was halfway op halfway through opening the cage, right? So the cage is cracked open. He's on the ground. He's still got Doc. 
but he is hurt real bad, like inexplicably bad, like maybe worse than one of you would have been caught in this like weird spray of wood. Yeah. I might as well try to make that my opportunity. Cool. Bring it on. Yeah, so I guess I want to go for um, a, the joint in the back of a knee. Okay. Just take a stab at that. Okay. All right, yeah, he's going to, like, run forward and just try to hamstring him-esque while he's down. Yeah, I, I imagine... I don't know if he's sort of stumbling or if he fell. Yeah, he's, like, he's he, he's... I imagine he's, like, down... He's got like the he's he's got one knee on the ground and he's sort of holding Doc over the other knee with his arm, right? So he's 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 in he's on one knee basically, facing away from everybody because he got pushed by the blast. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I want to try to you know reduce mobility of this guy since he's obviously moves fast, if not you know mm-hmm. preternaturally so. Okay. So yeah, I want to try to take a stab at the uh, the knee joint of this thing. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, uh, I'm still going to say trying to fight this guy is a desperate move, no matter where oh, yeah. we're at. But because you just got your setup, and because you're wielding, you know, the sword from the God of Vengeance, um, you're going to have a, like, significant effect. Um, which has been going to be probably reduced somewhat by this guy, but like we're talking great effect plus probably. Okay, uh, and I will be pushing myself for sure. Sweet. Uh, I can help unless someone else would like to. I will take puppets, cheering in the background. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> ah, almost. Okay. I mean, that's a five. A five is a thing that happens. It's five. Right? Um, okay, so... I... I You're going to hit and, and do some significant damage here. Uh, the thing that I want, I want to ask you right now as the person who just took this action. Somebody's catching some pain. You are stabbing the guy and therefore close enough to have stabbed him. But he's currently holding Doc. <laughs> Which of you is catching the pain? Um, I imagine he, he probably just, you know, throws an elbow backwards at me. So it'll be probably me. Okay. So you want it? Cool. Uh yeah, you rush forward with this with your you your I believe it's silver sword and land a strong, solid blow in the back of this dude's knee. And you feel it bite down. You feel what probably is muscle and tendon and even bone just giving way under your blade and there is a scream from this throat that sounds wrong again throat hasn't been used in a long time to talk so it's the the pain scream of someone who hasn't spoken in a hundred years and he drops Doc. Doc, you are dropped to the floor unceremoniously. Uh, it's not a comfortable drop. And then he, t- this guy, almost too fast to keep up with, turns, k- sort of kicks off his other other foot, 
around his now partially destroyed knee and comes around and he smashes into Elamir hard um, as a, just a blur of motion. And he smashes into Elamir. He does, uh, he doesn't have a weapon out, so he's going to do two harm of just like concussive, like tackle smash, right? And he has a hold of you, Elamir, with both giant gloved gauntlets. And he is, he's got your face right next to his visor, and you are staring directly into those coals of the eyes. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I had have a question. So a while ago, I took a special ability called Tough as Nails. Okay. And it says penalties from harm are one level less severe. Yes. So what does that so that mechanically mean? That means if if you do not resist or use armor, you'll still take the level two harm, but you'll treat it. If you look on your sheet, you will treat it as you will take the penalties of the level one harm. Right. So level one harm okay. is you have less effects when. <clears throat> something that it was is something that would impact you like in this case you got smashed you're being grabbed um fighting's going to be harder moving around is going to be harder right oh level ones do nothing to okay. you so i was still uh so level twos do level one if you resist okay. it or armor yes. it down to level one yes. then it does nothing sorry yes so if you if you go if you get it to level one then level one level one harm for you is nothing it's it's a flesh wound it's it's a bruise it scratches it's not so it so it still goes into the level two harm but you yes. take the okay yep yes. level one penalty all right hound has some very cool moves okay yeah i i will resist all right cool um cool just try to move in a way that the the hit isn't as uh damaging in palladium rpg terms you're rolling with punch or fall Yes. <laughs> oh Ooh, oh no! <laughs> All right, so that's uh, four stress. Um, yeah, you you managed to roll and take the hit, just a, a not quite as direct a hit. Like this guy moves so fast, but you managed to get turned just a little. He still has a hold of you, but he is um, he 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 hits you much less square. So you're taking what level one harm. Um, you still got, you still got whacked, probably whacked and winded, but not a level two arm. Nothing, nothing broken, nothing massively contused, right? And then by the time he gets to you and has you grabbed, he is, um, growl howling. Um, and you, because you're so close, like right up against his face, um, the smell of this, the air coming out of him is terrible. Terrible. Like, abandoned slaughterhouse terrible. That's unpleasant. Yes. So, you said that when the Christie smashed the wood, the wood hurt this dude, right? Yes. Does this feel like, I don't know, mystical vulnerability kind of thing that Thick would be aware of? Like, that sounds um, like wood? hurts this dude for some reason he's some kind of anti-life dude well so yes and no um there are definitely uh dick would be familiar mm -hmm. the first thing i'm gonna i'm gonna be completely honest with you the first thing the first place dick's brain would go to yeah if you saw would hurt this guy is that's a vampire Ooh, that's right they're really common aren't they 
they're not not as common here as they are in Rift. Yeah. But they they do exist in the Palladium setting and Thick and Thick's long career of yeah. troublemaking things. would have run into them at some point, right? Or heard about them or like at least prepared to at some point. Um, the, the fact that wood hurts this thing and sets off some major alarm bells, as does the fact that it's not bleeding right now. It just got wrecked. Oh. That was, it, there's no blood coming out of this guy. None. That's a good point. And Doc, you shared that something's wrong with his brain. Um, you, it's kind of like not there. Okay. Yeah. It's not not there. It's like well, you know, no, an some, ancient evil brain. Yeah, so I'm thinking some sort of undead thing. Um... <laughs> What I think Granny's gonna do is like pick up a stake from like the debris mm-hmm. and just kind of come up behind him and like put it to his throat, hoping he's not wearing a gorget. Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm threatening him or just trying to like pierce his magic defenses. Um, volcano los dos. Hmm. Well, I guess we're gonna start with the standoff phase. Um. So like she's basically holding a shiv to this guy's throat of wood. Right. Okay. Um, and just like put them down, or I drive this wood through your throat. Okay. Okay. Um. Question. Right. Yeah. Yes. Is it Granny's mouth with Thick's voice? I think so. Because I'm actually going to use the <laughs> move where I like transition in the middle of something and take advantage of it for a nice. die because I haven't used that yet. Damn it. Okay. Um, sure. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it starts off with Granny being nice and polite and ends up with, you know, thick and... Somehow, I think the shiv grows in size along with him, but I don't know why that would be, except <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> because it's cinematically awesome, that's why. Yes. Um, Probably desperate? Oh, yes. One, okay. Every, every, every direct interaction with this dude from here on out until you've got things calmed down somehow. Yeah. Desperate, yes. Um, okay. And then... So, what's this about exchanging um, position for effect? Actually, I can't, can I? Because I'm in desperate already. No, because no, you're in the worst possible position. <laughs> Never mind. Um, shiv might get you to great, though. Huh? Like the wood shiv. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. You're, the, 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 the material, you are going to be rolling at... Uh, Adam was, in my head, great... Or, yeah. Elamir was a great plus plus or whatever. But th- this is a great tier move for... for okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to push myself. I'm trying to decide if I should push for a, a die or should I push for, um, effect. Uh, I, I am always go die. Yeah, probably. I think you agree. I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to be rolling a bunch, but I would really like this to succeed and not in splattered against the back floor. So, all right, let's go. Um, okay. It's <laughs> good. It's good. That is. That is a lot of dice. You just um, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so you um, yeah, so you sort of pull the same move he's been pulling, right? Because you can move super fast, right? Yeah. All right, so you zip around to the other side, um, sort of behind him as he's grappling Elamir, and you midway you you midway through your threats, you begin you begin shifting to thick, um holding the shiv at this guy's throat as as he is like beginning to constrict Eleanor essentially mm-hmm. right um and as you're making your threats he uh 
he does not stop squeezing Elamir, but the uh, the rage howl mm-hmm. stops. It like levels out and then goes away, and then um, he he gra- he lets go of Elamir broadly speaking, and instead can make sure he's got one giant, incredibly strong hand, like, on Elamir's sword arm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, on his wrist of the blaze carrying the sword. Um, and just sort of tries to force Elamir to the ground. But he's not actively killing him anymore. And he has not turned. He has not, like, physically acknowledged your presence other than this behavior where he stopped actively trying to kill Elamir. Like his head hasn't turned to look mm-hmm. at you. Um, he hasn't he hasn't spoken to you in any way, but he definitely like he's not. Yeah. While this is going on, Doc, what are you doing, Doc and Poppet? We haven't. That's uh, I know what Poppet is doing. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to get the civvies out of here. Okay. Okay. Because. Yeah. Cage is open. This person seems to have their hands literally full. <laughs> let's let's get the civvies out of here. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. The civvies are uh, barring Bennett, who by no- this is not normal for Bennett, but he's ha- he, you, this is not the first time handling it better. You've done this. Yeah. For Bennett, right? <laughs> you've been there before when Bennett was in the shit. So, yes. Uh, Bennett is like. All on board with whatever was yeah. like trying to get the hell out of here. The yeah, others yeah, yeah. Um, who are, I think I believe I was three um, nobles, like two two women and a man, um, dressed in what used to be fairly nice garb, but has been just shredded or soiled or you know, yeah. um, has been th- through it. Yes, and they're mostly cowering at this mm-hmm. point. Um, Bennett is attempting to organize them, like, get them moving. But yeah. it's pretty clear that Bennett will leave them, if necessary. Bennett, less less, less invol- uh, invested in their survival. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah. So, how, how are you getting them moving and organized between the two of you? Um, you will have to walk uh, past the battle scene at this point that's, to get them out. Yes. Um, I think Poppet is going to say, like, now's the time. Quick as you can. Don't stop. Don't think. Don't look back. Just go. Just go. Just go. <laughs> um, and to Bennett, probably, like, get them to go. They need to go now, and you need to get them to go now, because <laughs> I'm a tiny doll and they don't listen to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so that's... I would like to sway Bennett to like okay. fucking help for once in his goddamn life. I was gonna say, I see their sway. I see their sway your command. So yeah, give me, give me that roll. That's gonna be risky. You're not like the worst case scenario is these these uh, one of these morons runs into the fight somehow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, give me a risky, and on a success, you're gonna get them moving somehow in some some fashion. Groovy. Is anyone helping? Um, that's fair. Well, I can help you for one stress. I just kind of glare at the civvies like, you really want part of this? Because I'm back in troll shape now. <laughs> 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 well, 
Or like maybe Troll says go, I have him. <laughs> I, I imagine I imagine Granny's voice comes out of thick. Right? <laughs> Not children. Move along now. Yeah. Listen to the kind poppet. Alright, great. Uh standard effect, one bonus die. Please sick. Okay. Oof. Okay. Um yeah. Uh, that I think might be Poppet's first sway roll, by the way, and it has been where I've put so many dice uh -huh. experience. <laughs> yep. uh, so yeah, the the Bennett um, sort of helps one of them to their feet. Uh, yeah, and I've also like we ended last session. I was eating the harm off of one of them yes, as well, like yes, uh -huh. yes. keeping them in physical health. I, I think that one uh, that one is probably more physically, more motivated to leave than the others, I think, at this yeah. point. Um, but yeah, Bennett's helping guide one of the others by their by their arm, and uh, they are quickly hobbling and shuffling out of the cage and sort of past this scene on the floor where you have three people in a grapple, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they're moving towards the door at a pretty good clip, Um you think they're probably gonna make it out-ish, although out is a weird term from yes. where you are because you're in pretty deep at this point. So, mm -hmm. yeah. but just like away from horrible violence monsters, uh, friendly and not. Yes, momentarily safe from all of the assorted violence monsters. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, let's talk about Gaston and the Nightmare. What? Well, hang on. Uh, can oh, I do sorry. a thing real quick? You absolutely can. 100%. So now that the civilians are slightly out of the way, uh -huh. um, I don't remember Undead being immune to lightning, so we're going to give that a shot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. I will, by the way, I will allow anyone who thinks they might have had previous experience with the vampires or something of this nature in this setting, uh, their characters anyway, uh, to give me a study to see what you know. And I will absolutely lie to you if <laughs> Poppet has a head full of felt. Because <laughs> these are these. If you if you've determined what this guy is, he's a known threat, at least in a lot of ways. Not in every way, but in a, in a lot of ways. So, sorry. Please continue. Uh, I mean, would that? I mean, I can roll. Will that be my action if I roll that? No, no. That would just be like, oh, I remember this works and this doesn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take make that the thing that you get to do. Okay, so yeah, let's see if um, uh, is it controlled because I don't know uh, risky. Yeah, there's no real downside other than me giving you bad information if you fail. I mean, I have a die. I'm not gonna push myself for this, and uh, I'm a that's five. Yeah. Okay. Um. So with a five, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about incomplete information. So lightning. You don't remember anything specifically about lightning, like being effective against these guys. There sounds like there's a but. <laughs> but magic, sort of yes. Well, this is magic lightning, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the other kind that comes from your brain. Yeah, I mean it's 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 psychic powers, which technically in this game they tell you is the same when you want it to be. So. Oh, that's right. I'm just gonna. Shuffle that out. So yes, um, magic is not magic isn't as effective against vampires like as it is against normal people, but it does do things. 
you can do things with it. So there's a good chance that you will accomplish something by electrocuting the guy that two of your teammates are grappled with. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Mm-hmm.